And there's Chris Atterbury. Look at me correctly remembering time zones. Uh-huh. Oh, not off by now. How about that? Wait, nice. no, hold on. Where'd you get? I thought you were at home yesterday. We were. And then we winged our way eastward on the magic mechanical bird. And now we're in Detroit. Uh-huh. I got to ask you, yesterday's uniforms, what do you think? Awesome. Like, See, I, I think so, awesome? too. I don't know. I love them. I think so, too. I'm wondering, you know, they, they have so many different ones during the year now that it's kind of, it's like the old throwbacks. It's the new hipster ones. It's the ones that one with the dark socks. I thought it was cool looking. Yeah, that would be, I think it's considered, it has like a cool name, like the alternative two, you know, or something. But right. to me, it's, it's a hipster uniform. That's also a throwback uniform. You know, I would consider it like vintage, even yeah. though it's brand new, like the twin city script is revolutionary because it's never said that across right. the Jersey. Um, and I know some people uh, outstate weren't super thrilled about it originally till they remembered that the TC interlocking stands for Twin Cities. Mm-hmm, right. And so <laughs> it's easy to forget until great. you see that. I, I, think, <laughs> I think it's the coolest look that we have. And I generally like all of the new the new looks. I don't love the dark blue with the pinstripe pants. That's probably mm, my yeah. favorite. But I, I like the the red lettering on the clean white. I think they're really clean. And I, I love the one they wore yesterday. It's my favorite by far. So my next question, and I, I've, I've wondered about this. Do you guys ever like go, hey, wait a minute. We've been winning in those uniforms. Maybe we stick to those. Absolutely. Yeah, you'll see it when, when teams go on a tear. Now, typically, and, and this isn't always the case, but so there are some loose rules. Like that uniform is technically supposed to be like a Sunday home uniform. But it can also be used in other spots. And the starting pitcher typically gets to pick which ensemble they wear in terms of the top. Um, like tonight, we're road, so we'll have the gray. But Pablo can pick, does he want the blue jersey or the gray jersey? Now, sometimes you don't get that choice because the home team is going to wear a uniform that might look too similar or, right. or their alternative uniform might be too close to yours. And you're not, you can't wear white on the road. You know, there's all these weird rules. Um, but yeah, they definitely, when they start winning, you'll see the same ones over and over and over again. So yesterday I noticed that uh, Arizona left a lot on the plate. I mean, there's oh, a lot yeah. of people on uh, in position to, to score. Do you credit that to good defensive or like just pressure pitching? Uh, combination. I, I would say stylistically, Dallas Keuchel is a guy who, because he throws so many ground balls, probably leaves a lot of guys on base. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully does because he, he has a lot of guys on base. You know, they give up like eight hits, but like half of them were little infield ground balls. So if some of them sneak through, then you're going to give up numbers and people are going to think you suck. And if they don't sneak through, then you're going to strand a bunch of dudes. So his type of pitching gives him a chance to strand more guys. And then part of it is just luck, you know, making good pitching and, and luck. Did they, did they look at the double steal again? Because that second double steal certainly <laughs> looked like he got him. <laughs> the third double steal. Or the, was it uh, the third? Yeah. How about that? Three double steals. Uh, you know, I think that that was one where I think our guys were more confident that we could get the batter out. Ah. Uh. Then that we could get into some sort of, as Bob Brenly calls it, snowball fight where, hmm. you know, we're throwing it to second and then back to third and then it ends up in the outfield and everybody scores. So I think that was more like, you know what, let them have their 90 feet and we'll let the pitcher finish it. 
Okay. Yeah. Like, also, that's a really good base running team. I mean, that. Oh God, yeah. They're yeah. fast, and and, they and they're built for that. And honestly, like, I'm no fan of the Diamondbacks. I don't follow them. I'm not from there. I have no connections. But I sure love that style of baseball. And if my local team played that style of baseball, I would be all in. When you look at what I mean, the headlines. The first thing that I saw today were the Twins are opening the gap in the AL Central. Can they finally end their postseason skid? As somebody who's seen that, been there, done that, Chris, what are you feeling right now? Is that just all talk, or do you feel like there's something legitimately there? Uh, well, I think we legitimately are playing good baseball. The division is absolutely there for the taking. Um, Cleveland lost a bunch of players. Even after the deadline, trading Savali I thought was a big deal. But then with Naylor getting hurt, who was their best run producer, um, I thought, wow, okay, you know what? Now Ramirez knocks out Tim Anderson with a right cross. <laughs> he'll get suspended. He'll never pay for a drink in this league again, but he'll get suspended. <laughs> um, but I, I, it's just, it's there, right? Like we're the best team. We've been the best team all year. And it's silly that we've been lurking around. It's like when you hang out with uh, people who aren't as cool as you, you know, and they're holding you. Your, your parents always tell you they're holding your back. Right. Your friends are holding your back. <laughs> right. Like we've been, we've been staying true to our, our neighborhood when we need to just leave. Um, and I feel like we're just, we're playing better. You know, the pitching's kind of come back to earth, but, but Max is playing great and we're getting, it's yeah. just energy and, and they're just playing cleaner baseball. And so I think we're better. I think we are in a position, Detroit's tumbling, we're in Detroit, but I've said this before this year. I've said, Hey, we're going to Kansas city and St. Louis. This yeah. is where we open the gap. We're going to Oakland. We're going to open the gap. So I, I mean, shame on me for thinking it's still true, but I, I think we're playing as well as we've played all year. I think we're clearly a, a better, deeper team than anybody else that is in our division. We have an easy schedule, and there's if we don't make the playoffs, it is a colossal failure on all fronts. That's what I would say. Mm. And I think, wow. and I'm not saying that like to put pressure on. I would think the front office would say the same sure. thing. Sure. And I would think we've been hearing from the clubhouse all year we have championship aspirations. Well, yeah, then you better win your division. So I, I think, yeah, I think the division's there. The postseason stuff, come on. Like, I know everyone, oh, 18 in a row, it's unbelievable, blah, blah, blah. And every year, people bring it up, and every year, I roll my eyes, because every year is so different. But by the same token, there's only one way to stop those questions. And I know that the players and the front office, they get mad. They're like, well, I wasn't here for the first 15 of those losses. What do you mean? Blah, blah. I wasn't here for this. And I'm like, look, win a game. All you have to do is win a game. Win a game, nobody asks you anything else. Yeah. Until then, you are part of it. I'm part of it. We're all part of it. And until we actually win a postseason game, then we just got to wear it. So I think it's a dumb question, especially in August, but we got to wear it until we win a playoff game. But you can't win a playoff game in August, so, you know, yeah. zip yeah. up, Good win point. the division, let's go to work. Is, is, there, is there anybody who deserved a KO more in the middle of the infield than Tim Anderson? Well, Jose Bautista when Odor dropped. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That, that was good. You know, yeah, that was a good one. But I, but they, to see that KO right there in the middle of the field was pretty brilliant. The thing was that like Anderson had already been yelled at by the ump for for mercilessly chirping at the rookie shortstop on the other team, and he had the day before done the deal where the other rookie was on the base and he like shoved him off with his glove and. They called him out, and then they reviewed him, but he was safe, but then they reviewed him and called him out. And, and Ramirez had told him, and Jose's a really, he's a low-key guy. Yeah. Um, and, and he was like, 
quit picking on my rookies. And these extra hard tags are, are just, they're cheap. So stop. And then everyone saw it, right? He didn't have to stand over him. Yeah. He didn't have to leave his glove on him. He didn't have to be who he is. But Jose wasn't going to take it. And when he stood up, and then when Tim Anderson says, saying, sorry, dude, drops his glove if he thinks he's Shane Churla, <laughs> you know what? He got what he deserved. Like Jose Ramirez said, he wanted to fight. I didn't want to fight. He goes, but if you start the fight, you know what? As we used to say where I grew up, come swinging. So mm. he, uh, he, he got smoked. He yeah. got smoked. Oh. People forget. They're like, oh, gosh, I can't believe he was staggered. I go, these are professional athletes, man. Yeah. Like getting punched in the face. I don't know if it's just people who've never been punched in the face, but getting punched in the face doesn't feel good. No. Nope. Ever. Ever. And throw in a professional athlete who understands unlocking their hips and the power of delivering, you know, and velocity. Like, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't care what kind of physical shape you're in. If a big, strong professional athlete punches you in the nose, <laughs> it's going to hurt. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it was something. You don't see that, like, the square off. Was it, like, John L. Sullivan out there? Like, yeah. Bare knuckle boxing, it was just like, a little bit of that, that uh, 1940s kind of, yeah, put them up, put them up, put your dukes up, kind of just circling each other right there. And then there was the was first the swing by Anderson, yeah. The, the queen, the, the rules of, what are they, Queensberry? The Queensberry rules Right, or right. And even... Even the umpire, like he's in between them, but the way he got out of there, it looked like a boxing ref. <laughs> it did. Right. Malachi looked like a boxing ref saying, and touch gloves and fight. Right. I want a clean fight, you two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. People say it's bad for the game. And, and I, the same people who say it's bad for the game, like go to hockey games and cheer every time totally. they fight. Totally. Every time, every time their team is down two goals, they go, we should punch somebody. So I think that I, I don't think we should have fights all the time. But I do think that there are certain times where a guy might need to get a little reminder to behave better. And I think so, all of us are in agreement that Tim Anderson's that guy to get that reminder, at least from yeah, my standpoint. He's yeah. to, uh, you know, and I, he's been on the other side of it, too. I remember when Josh Donaldson and him got into it, and yeah. I, was, I was clearly Team Tim Anderson at that point. So, um, yeah, that's, I don't know. I thought it was something. I mean, it boils over. And, and I love all the, the quotes are great, too. Michael Kopech, we're not going to be bullied by another team that's 500. <laughs> I'm like, well, what if they were like the Braves? Would you be bullied by Atlanta? Like, I'd be, come on. Like, yeah. I don't know. You You're going to lay down for that? You got to protect your teammate. I mean, Tim Anderson should be buying buying uh, Andrew Vaughn a new car because <laughs> Andrew Vaughn kept him from a lot worse harm. Yes. All right. Tim, Tim got a little mouthier with like 20 guys in between him and Cleveland. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was, that was, it was something. So I, you know, I'm very close with the, with Tom Hamilton, the Cleveland broadcaster, mm-hmm. who had the amazing Cosell call on it, right? Like, <laughs> down goes Anderson, down goes Anderson. And uh, we're trying to get him to make t shirts, but he doesn't. Oh, that would be awesome. But he was, I thought he nailed it. He, he was perfect. It was, it was really well done. So, Speaking again, of the beat not down. that you every day, but, but, you know, occasionally it happens and it's not, a, not the worst thing in the world. There was another beatdown that happened over the last two weeks. And, uh, Bauer, do you have the total? I do. And I think it's going to surprise us a little bit here because over the past two weeks, uh, my vacation this week kind of put us in that place where we had to have the same team back-to-back for a couple weeks here. Which was bad for me. Well, and uh, amazingly, as I look at the score here, tremendous for Jake. 
So, yeah, we, we look at last week. Uh, we had Chris with 23. He had gone with the Cincinnati Reds. He got 23 points. I was I had picked the Angels and sadly picked the Angels with an 18 points. And then Jake had the Rangers with 26 points. So really a three-point difference there, but Jake gets the win with the Rangers. Then you move to this week, right? Same kind yeah. of a situation. Reds get 27 points. Angels move up a little bit. They get to 24. The Rangers score 39 points yeah. on the week. Oh, yeah. And now, so Jake won both weeks, last Mm. week and this week, and now sits at a, the point difference looks like this. In first place, we have Chris Atterbury with 236. Jake Mm. is now in second place with 227, nine points separating the two of them. And then I'm way down at the bottom with 206. Wow. That was a big week. Good, good week to have uh, letting it ride on the Rangers. Yeah, right? that's like that's like the guy who forgets he's got his money on a certain number at the craft table. Yeah, and looks away to <laughs> order a drink, and then, the, then the number comes up. <laughs> All right, so I say we let uh, Bauer go first this week. Yes. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the team that seems to be scoring well lately. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay Rays on this one. Ooh, interesting choice. All right, yeah, you want me to go? Yeah. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something. I'm going to show you. I'm going to put my money where my mouth yeah. is. Yeah. And despite seeing lefties today and tomorrow, I am going with the red hot, scorching hot, Kepler Walner Express. Wow. Mm. Look at that. Yeah. So if you hear, gonna go. if you hear, if you hear a pad on, if we're up like five to nothing and we add on a couple of meaningless runs <laughs> late and you hear me hooting and hollering in the booth, right. that would be why. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm going to go with the Monte, uh, Monte, uh, Montevideo, Montevideo, uh, Houston Astros. Okay. <laughs> All right. Montevideo. The Montevideo. <laughs> Montevideo. Like I'm going to go with the, <laughs> I was going to go with the Expos, but I don't think they're good. They're anymore. not. They're, yeah, they're tough now this time yeah. to support them. So okay. I will go with the Astros. All right. Astros is Twins, Rays, and Astros. All right. Sounds I think like so. uh, three playoffs. Totally. Right. Uh, enjoy the game tonight and uh, go Astros. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks, Chris. Right, see ya. Bye.